Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. This is a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you guys for joining in. This is Arthur Pearly Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. I'm on my podcast also, you guys. But how many of you know, hey, I just dropped in to say, it's time to testify. It's time to testify about the goodness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I just dropped in for a second, for a minute, for a moment, um, just to share with you on my Damascus Street experience. I want to talk to you, but we're going to pray first. Father, we just thank you uh, for being together with us here today, for being in the midst of us, Lord God. Um, and, and just revealing yourself to us, Father God. Give us a revelation of Jesus Christ, Father. So when we see your word and we read your word, we can see ourselves in the text. Father, give us a rhema word. Let your word be real to us, Father. Father, you gave, like you did Peter, give us a rhema word. For you said, Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father, which is in heaven. You guys, I'm getting ready to, um, we're getting ready to, to talk about it real quick. I can't be on here with you very long. But I just want to share, I just want to share some, some God encounters I've been having every, ever since last week. <laughs> well, last week I met two pastors, one evangelist, like, um, I mean, and then the Lord just had so many things just happening in, you know, in a row in one day, just back to back. And my husband was like, babe. This is the fourth, this is the fourth blessing today. I mean, uh, he was just showing up and uh, in, in such undeniable ways. But um, I want to share with you guys today about my experience. I had a Damascus Street experience. It's time to testify. Do you know that your testimony, the Bible say they overcame um, by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony. How many of you know that every time we testify, we call that we make the devil out to be a lie? Because <laughs> God really do take our mess and turn it into a message. He takes our tests, turn them into testimonies. How many of you know that our faith must be tried? Well, anyways, I was sitting there. It was a day that the desert storm war started. And, and the Lord was drawing me all week. I, I had my remote control and I was flipping between um, BET and, and praise the Lord. And I was going back all week with this, all week with this, right? He was drawing me. How many of you know that the word of God said, no man can come to the father except he draws them, right? So the Lord was drawing me. I didn't know because I didn't know the Lord. You know, I did, I, all I knew is just that I was empty on the inside. I was oppressed, depressed. I was dressed up on the outside, though. You, you know, unless you could discern, you would have never known. I was empty on the inside, okay? And I'm dressed up, going nowhere. Looking good on the outside, going nowhere. I was the woman at the well. You remember the woman at the well when Jesus uh, came to prophesy to her, and then he told her, hey, go tell? <laughs> I was like that. Except um, I had a Damascus Street experience. I was sitting there minding my own business. That's what I was doing. I was sitting there minding my own business. Because I didn't even know God to glorify God, to acknowledge God. and You know, but even when we, how many of you know that even when we ignore God, he still, he still acknowledges us. 
He knew. I'm so glad that he waited on me because he knew that one day, how many of you know that he knew that one day we would say yes to him? I'm so glad. It was 24. I was 24 years old when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior for the very first time. Well, here he goes. We're sitting here. I'm sitting here on the couch. The desert storm. They're talking about the war is going to start. And, and I'm thinking, no way. Not in this day. I tell you what. When that when they shot that first bomb or whatever, dropped that very first missile, I could not believe that we was in an actual war. I tell you, like I said, I was sitting there and I was going back and forth between the BET and the, the, the world in the word. In the word. <laughs> I turned that television back on and I prayed the prayer of salvation and I accepted Jesus Christ. Right there in my living room. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I know to be true. When I accepted the instantly, instantly, it was as, as if I could feel him wrap, wrapping his loving arms around me. It was as if I felt the Holy Spirit just embrace me. I was covered with his love. He covered me like a bird you know, I mean, he, I was just covered. I just, I felt like this. This is how I felt when I accepted him. I felt like he just had his arms around me. And, 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 I, and I just, and, I, and I felt like this. And I, I just remember saying, oh my God, you're what I've been looking for my entire life. That was my Damascus Street experience. And so my journey Began. I, I just remember I was just so hungry, and I still am. I am so, when I read the Bible, my saliva glands run. I know what it feels like, Lord Jesus, for a baby to hunger and thirst. I was so hungry. I went in the room, and I got, the, I said, I have to know, I have to know, I have to know who is this man that did this for me. Who is this man that would do this for me? And I remember I sat in the bed and I read the book of Matthews. I don't know why, you know, the Lord just led me because I, I, I want to explain something to you. I had no religion, okay? My mom said she took us to church when we were small, but I don't remember, I was too young. So I had no religion, what they call religion. I was a clean slate. My idea of God was, it was like this. He was this big cloud in the sky, and every time I messed up, he went pow with the gavelin, and just smoke would just go everywhere. That was my impression of who God was. And the devil, who was the devil? He was the guy that showed on TV with the red suit and the pitchfork. That was, you know, um, in my mind, God did it all. He was responsible for it all: the good, the bad, the ugly. You know. Um, and that was my idea of who God was. I didn't know anything about the love of God. I just, I saw him as a judge. I didn't know anything about his love. I didn't know. I, all I know is that his hand was always heavy on my head. It was like his hand, I could feel his hand always heavy on my head. And, and unlike my friends, I really couldn't enjoy sin. I mean, I used to go out. Wednesday, Thursday, no, Wednesday, Thursday, 
I went out four days a week, okay? Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I, I, I couldn't go find anywhere to go Thursday. Um, it wasn't so much. Uh, my purpose for going out like that was because I was looking for joy. I like to dance. I like to have fun. It was That's what I was looking for. I was... I was miserable on the inside and, and that music because I love to dance. I mean, I could dance from the time I went in until they turned the lights off. But like a, like a drug addict, as soon as the music stopped, I dropped. And I needed another fix. And that's why I was going to the club. Because I was trying to find joy. I was looking for the Lord. I didn't know that the joy of the Lord was my strength. But when I encountered Him, Lord, our mercy, Jesus. Instantly, he del- that unclean spirit of cursing, he took all that stuff out of me. He took that out of my mouth because he knew he was going to use my mouth for a mouthpiece, right? Blessings and curses can't be coming from the same faucet, right? That was just something instantly he delivered me from, right? Because that was just an unclean spirit. But I, I had a phone call today. How many of you know? Um, that the way we witness to people is through our testimony. It's time to testify. It's time to tell your story so God can get the glory. It's time to testify because you know what? In order to reach this world, it's not going to be through a bunch of Bible verses, you guys, because the devil even know the word. These people, most of these people, they 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 know uh, they know religion, or they have encountered religion somewhere, one way or another. But the Bible tells us it says, "Always be ready to give an answer for the hope that's within you." And that's I want to give you guys a chance to come on and testify. It's time to testify. It's time to talk about the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. I got this. I told you I've been having God encounters, divine appointments, uh, started last week and, and started again today. Today, I'm sitting here minding my own business. Minding my own business. I get this call on my phone. And it says, I don't remember the last name, but the first name said Emmanuel. And, well, I know an Emmanuel because uh, he, Emmanuel, he helps, he does uh, wireless cell phones. And when we do our outreaches, he comes, you know, and he give away cell phones while, you know, he partners with our outreach. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe name is different. So when the phone rang, I was like, Emmanuel. And I thought he was calling back to confirm because he's supposed to go to our next outreach with us. So I'm like, Emmanuel, because Emmanuel, I said, God with us. And, and, you know, because Emmanuel is on fire. Emmanuel loved the Lord, you guys. He loved him for real. So, look, so I'm thinking this is Emmanuel. <laughs> and he said, who is this? And I said, um, this is Pearly, Emmanuel. Is this Emmanuel? And, and so then I started asking him questions, and that wasn't, that wasn't him. He said, I said, well, uh, are you homeless? Because, you know, I put all the homeless people phone numbers in my phone when we go out there so I can text them. I text them Bible verses. I text them job resources, you know, just I need, you know, to be connected with them. And so he said, no, this is not him. Long story short, he said, it was this number came up on my phone. Now, I was sitting there minding my business. Right? I'm telling you, I was sitting here minding my business. I wasn't on Facebook. I wasn't on Twitter. I wasn't on anything. I was looking up some stuff on the internet. 
he said on his phone, the word T-W-I-T came up on his phone with my phone number. And he said he saw that and he decided to call to see who it was. And I said, Manuel, God told you he had you to call me. Do you know Jesus Christ, Manuel? Because, uh, hey, this is the divine appointment. I said, you know your name, me God be with us, right? Manuel, what an awesome name I was saying to him. And uh, he said, yep. He said, I said, I don't believe in accidents, incidents, or coincidence. Do you? He said, nope, me either. I said, well, do you know Jesus Christ? He said, well, I used to believe like that, you know, but now, you know, I'm not, not deceived anymore. And then he began to kind of tell me a little bit and um, tell me about what faith he was and, and all this stuff. And I said, I don't, you know, and he wanted to go into the doctor. And I said, I don't know nothing about none of that. I'm, I'm just going to tell you what I've experienced for myself. I, I, you know, uh, I didn't get saved because someone told me I need to get saved. I didn't get saved because I was sitting in, in a church and I... The Lord Jesus Christ himself interrupted my life and he saved me. And it wasn't even that no man taught me. I understand what the apostle Paul said when he said no man taught me. I was knowing things and I didn't know how. I'm telling you, I I didn't know anything about religion. For the holidays, we didn't go to church, y'all. We went to the movies. We didn't go do the Sunday, the Christmas thing, the Easter thing. We didn't. We didn't. We went get dressed up and we would go to the movies or go to family's house, stuff like that. So I was like a clean slate. I was completely ignorant. But when he, when I had that Damascus Street experience, I was knowing stuff and I didn't know how I knew it. Let me, I said, listen here. I'm not, he said, I don't do religion. I said, me either. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know nothing about no religion. But all I can tell you is this, Emmanuel. I was once lost, but now I'm found. I was blind and I could not see. But I'm telling you, I've experienced them for myself. I've tasted for myself. And I'm here to testify to you that the Lord is good. I've tasted. See, when you've tasted, for yourself, can't nobody convince you of anything else. When you know for yourself, you know the apostle Paul said, no man taught me. I accepted Jesus Christ and then the Holy Spirit. Now I know who he is. I, I remember saying to him, Lord, Lord, um, help me to know. Uh, I said, I don't want to just read the word. I want to be able to to uh, uh, teach the word. I want to be able to understand the Lord so I can be able to tell other people because I wanted, I wanted other people to be able to experience this Jesus Christ. I wanted other people to meet him. I, I wanted to go and all I wanted to do is tell. I just wanted to go and tell. I just wanted to go and tell. I just wanted other people to know that guess what? Oh, I met a man. And guess what? You don't have to be miserable anymore. You don't have to be depressed anymore. You don't have to go. You're not alone. And more than anything, I just want you to know that Jesus Christ loves you. Hey, guys, God is not mad at you. Everything that the devil had lied to me about, I wanted to make sure that I let other people know what the truth was. Because I wasn't the only one he was telling that lie to. I want you to know, I told him, I said, God is not mad at you. God is not mad at you. God loves you. He's not angry with you. I began to tell Manuel today. I said, Manuel, 
I don't I'm, I don't know nothing about no doctrine or nothing like that. I'm just trying to tell you that I've I, I've experienced them. I'm fully convinced that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That He died and He rose because I I he, I know that He's real because what He did to me. All I know. I know about the transforming power of God. I know what he did for me. You know, the Bible says, always be ready to give an answer for the hope. When when he called me, the Lord said, bro, this is how you meet the, reach, the, reach the masses. We don't preach sin to sinners because that's what sinners do. But the way we overcome the devil is tell them about the blood of the Lamb. Let people know about the love of the Lord Jesus Christ because people are interested in the world is not interested in how many Bible verses we know what they're going to want to know is do you know the God that you talk about do you know the God this Jesus that you talk about how do you know that he's real how do you know even I have not been able to touch him or to handle him like the apostles said, but I was able to taste and see for myself that the Lord is good. And I, I'm fully convinced. And first Emmanuel starts saying, okay, well, you listen to mine, I listen to yours. But by the time the Holy Spirit had finished, he said, I said, well, I have this podcast, Emmanuel. You want to hear it? He said, yes, because maybe the Lord had me to call you because it was something else I needed to know. I said, yes, he wants you to know that he loves you. I said, well, I'm going to save your number and I'm going to send you the podcast. So I started sending Emmanuel the podcast this morning. But that was a, how many of you know, God took time out. God is thinking, God is always so mindful of us. Even when we're not thinking about him, he's still thinking about us. Go and tell. Go and tell. When he delivered the demoniac man, he told him to go and tell. He didn't know a lot of Bible verses. It wasn't about that. He was telling him, go and tell your testimony. Go and tell someone about the good. Because we need to know. I need to know. I hear what you say. I hear all these Bible verses. But why do you believe it? We got to always be ready to give an answer for the hope that's within us. I'm getting ready to end the year. But I am so excited. I am so... Jesus looked at the crowd and he had great compassion because he said it was like sheep without a shepherd. And he said, pray therefore to the Lord of harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. I'm getting ready to end the year. I want you to go and tell. Go tell your story so God can get the glory. Go tell, go tell. Because when Christ is lifted up, he said he would draw all men unto himself. I'm getting ready to end it here. Right now, guys, guess what? I'm trying to get my translate, my podcast into um, some other languages because some people in other countries, they want to hear my podcast. So if you guys know of a good language translator, um, I'm trying to get it into, <laughs> into some countries. I don't want to go into too much of that right now, but I'm working on that right now. Um, so I'm excited. You know, uh, social media is a is 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 a, not the, is a God idea, and I don't know about you, but every time I push that share button and it's about the gospel, I remember that scripture where He said He sent His word and He healed them. I don't know about you, but my only purpose for being on Facebook. Or any other social media platform 
is to gossip about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's to gossip about the goodness of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I am fully convinced. I am so convinced that my way was the wrong way. I don't even want my way anymore. I am a slave to this. I am a sl- I've been doing this now for 31, 32 years. I've been talking about my Lord and Savior. And every day, he said, if you draw close to him, he would call close to you. We confess Christ with our lifestyle. That's how we confess him. He said, be a light. Let your light so shine that the, it let your light so shine so men will see your good works and that your father will be glorified. I am a sellout because I'm sold out to the Lord Jesus Christ. I am there is nothing else. The disciple Jesus said, You're gonna leave too. It's like there's I don't know about you, but there's nothing that I miss in my past. What is there? Oh, depression, oppression, misery, and woe. I was a wretch and I was so undone. I was in need of a Savior. And if you need to accept Jesus Christ today to say, Lord, save me. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died and he rose. You shall be saved. It's with the mouth that we confess, but it's with the heart we believe. Take time out to read Romans 10, 9, and 10. But whatever you do, I don't know about you. I'm trying to leave. I want to leave a spiritual heritage behind for my for my children. It says a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children. And for me, it's not just wealth. It's not just money. Because you can leave millions behind for your children. But if you don't let your children know, if you don't let your family know about the Lord Jesus Christ. You have left them absolutely nothing. For what profit a man if he gains the entire world and when he dies he loses his soul because we know that there's nothing on this earth we can take with us. So go and tell. I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be so, so encouraged. And like I always say, keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. And just know this. I am so excited. I'm so excited about my next. I'm so excited to see what else the Lord has in store for us. Um, I'm excited. See, I like surprises. So I like walking by faith because walking by faith is like, Okay, Lord, what you going to do next? Okay, Lord, how you going to fix this? Okay, Lord, how you going to get me out of this? <laughs> I like those kind of movies, too. I like to see how they're going to get out of stuff. And so that's what, like, Walking My Faith is like that. You know, I just believe it. I can't see it, but I just believe it because I know um, that he loves me. And I know that God has my best interest at heart. And um, he's just my Abba Father. I'm all struck by his love. Um, my agenda is Jesus. It's just to lift up the name of Jesus. That's my agenda. I'm just here to uh, testify and to be a light in someone's darkness. You guys share this podcast. You guys go over there to my, um, if, you, if you guys would like to support our nonprofit, it's We Care. Um, W-E-E-C-A-R-E 1966.us. We're going to be going doing a clothes giveaway this month, and we're going to go back out and feed the homeless this month. Um, so if you guys would like to support us, do so. Go visit our website, WeCare1966.us. You can donate there. 
Or if you'd like to donate to me, it's the dollar sign, Pearly, P-E-A-R-L-I-E, J. Martin. Um, I met another lady to, uh, this week named Pearl, her and her husband, and her mom name is Pearly. <laughs> or mom or aunt, one of them was named Pearly. Uh, I, I mean, if I, my cup was just overflowing. My husband was like, babe, this is number four. This is the fourth blessing. And he was, it was just so evident what the Lord was doing that you could just see with your natural eye. <laughs> our footsteps I want you to believe this and confess this that our footsteps are ordered by the Lord and, and our prayer today Father is that you would uh, use us as labors into your harvest because um, the harvest is plentiful you said but the labors it's the labors that's few and so Father we ask that you lead God and direct our path and you lead us across someone who, who's hungry for you someone who wants to meet you we, we surrender Lord and we say um not our will, not our way, not what we want, Lord. For we have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in us. And the life, the very life we live in right now, Father God, is because of what Christ has already done. It's in you and because of you that we live, move, and have our being, Father. And we just give you the glory and the honor and all the praise. Go tell your story so God can get the glory. You guys, if you'd like to come on my Facebook Live, uh, let me know. Go tell your story so God can get the glory. This is how we're going to reach, reach the lost. They already know about our Bible verses. A lot of them have encountered religion. But this is not about religion. This is about our living a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have backslidden from the Lord, come back home to the Father's house. I, I think I shared that podcast today about the Father's house. It's talking about the prodigal son. Um, it's not that God is going anywhere. It's just that we kind of separated ourselves from him. When we quit spending time with him, that's when we begin to distance ourselves. But God is everywhere at the same time. He loves us with an everlasting love. Okay, I'm trying to get off here. You guys be so blessed. Be so encouraged. If anyone knows how to translate um, into another language, uh, like I said, because I'm doing this on my podcast also. I have videos on YouTube. You guys, uh, subscribe to my YouTube page. It's uh, Gene Martin. I have a lot of videos over there. Then I have another one, I think, called Rat Time Team Talk, which I started back in 2006. I had the handy cam. <laughs> okay, I'm ending here. You guys keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day. And um, live a life of expectation. I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm expecting something good to happen for, to me today because God, who is so good, he's in my day. And anything that you see or you think that's good about me is all because of the good God that I serve. I'm getting ready to end it. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. Keep looking for the good in your day. Okay? Keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day. Until next time, you guys be blessed and be encouraged, okay?